Day one for the new leader of Alberta's United Conservative Party saw Danielle Smith emerge uh, from the first meeting with her party caucus with a message of unity that always happens when a new leader is put in place. Smith won the race to become the UCP leader and the next premier of Alberta last night with 53.77% of the vote of some 80,000 UCP members, not the whole province, just 80,000 UCP members, beating out former finance minister Travis Taves, who was in second place with about 47%. It went the full six rounds, by the way. It was a... um, a pretty tight one. The same two front runners all the way through, but a pretty tight race all in all. Uh, Smith will be sworn in uh, on Tuesday, but as the result last night shows, she will face challenges keeping the party true to its name. In other words, united. Um, and the centerpiece of her policy agenda is going to be a battle as well. It's something called the Alberta Sovereignty Act that would, in theory, allow the province to ignore federal laws and court orders deemed not in its interests. Smith sat down with Global News Ottawa Bureau Chief and host of the West Block Mercedes Stevenson today. Here's some of that. We are Ottawa's target and have been. The, the gravest disappointment that I had after Alberta gave an equalization referendum and a mandate for us to renegotiate the relationship with Canada, the first thing that Prime Minister Justin Trudeau did is appoint Environment Minister Stephen Gibault, who has done nothing but attack our industry since he's been in that position, and now he's expanded to attacking our food producers. I think that that was the, exactly the wrong message for Ottawa to send to us. And so we are going to make sure that we push back against their invasion of our jurisdiction, which they do all the time. You can see the rest of that interview Sunday at 10 a.m. Pacific noon Eastern with Mercedes Stevenson on the West Block. In her accepted speech last night, Danielle Smith took aim at Ottawa. No longer will Alberta ask permission from Ottawa to be prosperous and free. We will not have our voices silenced and censored. We will not be told what we must put in our bodies in order to work or to travel. Danielle Smith last night, she also defended her sovereignty act and took aim at the NDP, her rivals in Alberta. Many in the Notley Singh Trudeau Alliance will claim that my plan to stand up to Ottawa with the sovereignty act is somehow meant to move Alberta toward leaving our beloved Canada. That is a lie. Well, joining me now is Alberta NDP leader and former Premier Rachel Notley. Thank you so much for your time on this Friday. It's a pleasure to be with you. That's a lie. That's a pretty, that's a pretty uh, stark statement. What do you make of it? Well, I, I mean, to be quite honest, I, I don't know that our primary criti- critique of, of, of her uh, so-called Sovereignty Act is that we're trying, she's trying to move us to separatism. I think the, the bigger critique is, is simply that um, she is uh, basically lying to most of her supporters about what she actually has the authority to do. Uh, the act itself would be unconstitutional and illegal. And, and the, the specter of having the premier of Alberta attempt to engage in something that's so clearly unconstitutional and illegal and, and rejecting the rule of law would create a, just an incredible amount of investor uncertainty in the province and and it would it would create chaos in our economy and and we don't have the economy that can withstand that i mean things are looking up right now but you have to remember that alberta had the worst economic um, experience during covid of any province and so even though we're coming back now the fact is you know we're seeing wage growth in alberta is the slowest in the country and and our recovery is fragile and we don't need um wacky 
see ideas like this uh, from a premier who, who's decided that she can write the laws and that the courts are irrelevant um, to, to drive away um, the kind of investment that, that Albertans need to see in order to have the kind of long-term uh, sustainable jobs that, that uh, they're all hoping for. Yeah, and you pointed out that um, that this is quite uh, quite the step for for a new premier whose mandate really came from a small fraction of the party, certainly not um, the people of Alberta in general. Mm-hmm. No, and and indeed that is that is another point. I mean, she she absolutely doesn't have a mandate to to engage in something so uh, sweeping and and so consequential, um, and um, and and certainly she. She barely has it from her own party, to be quite honest. I mean, it was a, a, a very slim victory, sixth ballot victory, for heaven's sakes. And um, and um, so there was clearly people that were voting against her right up to the very end, quite a significant number of them. So the party, to be clear, is not united. And uh, and But more to the point, uh, she just has not... Uh, put these wacky ideas to the people of Alberta um, for them to weigh in. Uh, she has been spent the last four months campaigning to a very extreme one percent of the population, and she's been ignoring the the dominant views of the mainstream of Alberta, which, quite frankly, uh, doesn't reflect what you're hearing Danielle Smith talk about uh, last night or today. Yeah, but although. Um... In part of what she's saying, she seems to she does capture a certain aspect of the frustration with Ottawa, the frustration mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the way Alberta is treated within within the Constitution. And I would imagine if you're going to say that her idea is is wacky, you're going to have to come up with something to quell some of that anger that is equally that is that is, you know, uh, adversely unwacky. What, what do you have in mind? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and and fair fair comment, and I but I think we need to distinguish between folks who are angry um, in a way that 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 is unresolvable, and folks who are frustrated for good reason. And and I quite th- I think she's been mostly speaking to the former um, for the last little while. Um, let me say without question, I think any premier doesn't matter what party they represent when they get elected to lead Alberta, they must put Alberta's interests first. And 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 I believe that that I've done that in the past. I mean, we are uh, less than a year away from getting the first pipeline to tidewater built um, in, uh, in in over 50 years from Alberta. And that is something that uh, is happening because as the Premier of Alberta, I fought for Albertans, sometimes coming up against people in my own party, certainly coming up against uh, uh, the federal government at times, and uh, but did that because it was the best thing for Albertans. And so every Albertan deserves to have that in a Premier. But they also deserve a Premier who is going to stick up for Alberta in a way that will get real results. For the last three and a half years, we've seen uh, Jason Kenney create a, a, a war room which has done nothing but but embarrass the province and and undermine our ability to be to be engaged as as actual players and negotiators at a table. Um, and uh, you know, so we haven't seen actual um, results. And so um, it is, I think, responsible leadership for a premier to say, I'm going to do things that are realistic and achievable to get the best outcome for for Albertans. I'm not going to promise you a magical uh, bag of of magic beans uh, that, in fact, uh, mean nothing. And that's what she's doing right now. Um, 
it feels like in, in this case, though, I mean, and I, I remember the the wine ban. I mean, I'm in BC, so I remember I remember those those <laughs> dealings with Joe between you and John Horgan. It was, uh, you know, it was it was it was tough, right? It was it was it was tough at yeah. the time, but there is, you know, I, I just get the sense that um, from a lot of what we've been hearing coming out of this. UCP leadership race is that there is a growing mm-hmm. frustration in with with the federal government, and there is a frustration with um, the deal that was reached between the federal NDP and the federal Liberals. Is that going to hurt you? Do you think? Are, are you? Do you feel like you're 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 trying to fight a two front battle here against both your opposition and against your own party in Ottawa? Um, you know, I think. Listen, there there are things that that I agree with. Um, um, are the NDP federal leader on, like like pharmacare, like dental care, like ensuring that we do better with respect to health care. I agree uh, a great deal with them on that. I don't necessarily agree on uh, what is the responsible way to, to ensure that working people continue to have um, sustainable mortgage-paying jobs um, while ensuring uh, a responsible and achievable um, reduction in our emissions uh, at, that we do definitely need to to succeed on, and so we differ we we differ on those issues. Um, but honestly, I think here's what's happening in Alberta right now: families are facing the biggest cost of living crisis that they have experienced in the last. 40 years. And and those that that is being felt more in Alberta than in most other parts of the country. Our UCP government is actually piling on to that by by imposing additional costs onto families through a whole range of 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 measures whether it be utilities, insurance, tuition, taxes. They're 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 taking money out of the pockets of Albertans every day. Meanwhile, our healthcare system is in crisis, and yes, I understand that it's in crisis across the country, but it's worse in Alberta because even before COVID, uh, the UCP had uh, ripped up the agreement with doctors, threatened to fire thousands of nurses, cut funding in healthcare, and uh, and and um, uh, then told uh, healthcare staff that they needed to get ready for a 10% pay cut, and so. Um, we are now scrambling to try to provide basic health care service across our province. And this government is trying to distract from their failure by by focusing on the federal government. And I think that most Albertans want a leader who will understand what their job is, look them honestly in the eye and say, here's what my job is, and then roll up their sleeves and do it with integrity. And that's something that we have not seen from the UCP uh, in the last three and a half years. And Daniel Smith, if possible, is actually going to make that worse. Albertans want us to be unified. They want us to succeed. Albertans don't want to elect a socialist NDP government any more than they want to see the Toronto Maple Leafs win the Stanley Cup. Ah, the new UCP leader, Michelle Smith, in her acceptance speech last night. Our guest this half hour is NDP leader and former Alberta Premier Rachel Notley. Um, do you get the sense that this might be a bit of a personal battle? I mean, you've you've been in politics, you know what it's like. Is it gonna be is it do you think it's gonna be a bit nasty? I mean, you're both very well spoken, you're both very good communicators. It sounds like you could have a real battle on your hands just when it comes to the messaging and, and being out there and getting your points across. Well, you know, I, I, I don't know really so much, you know, whether how, I, I can't really comment on that. But what I will say for sure is that 
that uh, there are very, very important issues at play today and, and, and over the next six or seven months. And, and so there is no question that the intensity of the debate will, be, um, will, will reflect that. I mean, uh, you know, we, we have a, an education system where, where our children are being forced to, to learn from a curriculum that every single solitary education expert has said is, is flawed in, in multiple ways. Um, and then we've got a new leader on top of that in Daniel Smith, who's, who's talking about voucher systems and questioning whether we should even continue funding public education. So, so something is as critically important to families across Alberta as a world uh, class public education system for their kids is on the ballot. Um, right. Same thing about our healthcare system. Uh, you know, she, she's talking about uh, uh, transitioning to an insurance style, a, a, a privately funded um, uh, healthcare system. And at the same time that she's telling people that that uh, you know, cancer care is up to them until they hit stage four. Um, and and so you know, those kinds of things are are really major issues that that make people pretty passionate and that that folks care about. So. I do think that that, along with with the the costs that they're piling on to to families' uh, bills at the end of every month, you know, it's going to make for for some pretty passionate debate. Um, and and Albertans themselves are are going to want to hear from folks on that. Yeah, but in her speech last night, she did you know she did talk about compassion. She did talk about helping people in the street. She did talk about the opioid crisis. She did touch on a lot of the things. I understand that her solutions are very different from yours, um, but it feels like she is talking about some of that stuff. I guess you're just going to have to fight it out on the uh, fight it out in the battle of ideas, which is always always beneficial. Um, what, do you, going into this, do you think the, do you think the ballot box question is ballot box question is really going to be inflation? It feels like that's the key, that's what you're going to have to work on over the next six months is convincing Albertans that you are best suited, your party is best suited to guide the economy and try to make sure that everyone is getting by. Mm-hmm. I, I think it will be definitely um, inflation and the, the affordability crisis that so many families are experiencing for sure. That's one. The other one that I think is as big is is healthcare. Um, the the scope of, of um, healthcare um, challenges across our province right now is is uh, very unnerving for people right now, and and so I think that's also uh, pretty front and center. Um, and and so yeah, I, I think those are that's that's completely reasonable, and and I think Albertans would be would be right to ask us to to really show our work and 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 to 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 prove to them that we're not just doing rhetoric, that we actually have a plan, and that that we can be counted on to provide stable responsible uh public service focused government that can actually uh, stick to a plan for for a full term and 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 that's certainly what we're going to be offering to Albertans. well rachel dolly i look forward to speaking to you again i know it's going to be an interesting six months it's certainly a very interesting campaign i wish you a, a, a lovely long weekend thank you oh, you as well and and uh, happy thanksgiving to all your listeners